your host Tatiana Mayers with the podcast girl look at you and y'all this is the pilot podcast isn't that crazy how I just woke up one day while I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while isn't it crazy to just wake up one day and decide to get it done to stop being afraid of what's holding you back um (laughs) I'm already diving too deep but yeah all right so my name is Tatiana Mayers, and again, this is my podcast, Girl, Look at You. Uh, I want to first off say thank you so much for the support the last few weeks. For those of you who are here in the very beginning, I applaud you and I appreciate you. And stick around, okay? Stick around. Um, and for the first part of this podcast, I want to preface by... First off, talking about my purpose of the podcast and kind of introducing a little bit about myself because um, not everyone really knows Tatiana. So, yeah. So first and foremost, I've gotten a lot of questions already, um, being that I've created an Instagram page for the podcast before even creating the podcast um, about who my audience is and what the purpose of the podcast is. So ultimately, my targeted audience, the demographic that I really want to reach is young women um, who have like mind, like-minded mentalities like me and like-minded goals, uh, marriage, healthy relationships, living in their femininity, being a soft girl, all of the soft, lovely things. Um, while I'm not opposed to having men listen to my podcast because I think anyone can benefit from it. That is my target audience. So a little bit about me. My name is Tatiana Mayers again. I'm 19 years old. I attend the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Go Rebels. Um, I study kinesiology. I want to go into healthcare. I'm thinking of becoming a PA or an MD. Um, Yeah, I am also Christian. I got baptized a little bit over a year ago, and I can say that my relationship with God is thriving. It is in, honestly, the best shape it's been in forever. And (laughs) I'm also a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt. Um, Growing up most of my life, I was a student athlete. Um, I was a little bit of a smart kid. Eventually on, later on in the episodes, you'll learn a little bit more about my story, but I really want to focus on y'all, the people. Um, and the message that I have to deliver. Um, You know, growing up, I was a little bit of a tomboy, but we'll get into that later. And um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. And again, the purpose of this episode, um, this podcast, sorry, is to reach young women and help y'all heal. I'm not a licensed professional, but I am an experienced individual. And I believe that God is giving me the birth-given tools um, and 
characteristics to deliver something and to help people. Um, but yeah, and just starting a conversation, sparking a conversation, giving it some substance. And, you know, I've always loved podcasts, um, at least the last about a year and a half. Um, I've really loved them and I've loved this type of content. And, you know, what I said, I have something to say, too. You know, I have something to say. So, again, I'm really glad for you guys tapping into the episode. Um, but let's get started in today's actual topic. And I struggled with picking this because it's the first episode. This is kind of the make or break what's going to get you hooked or what's going to do the opposite. Um, And I hope that you stick around because it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of growth happening in 2023. So let's get started. My topic for today is being a girl's girl. Um, I want to preface that by saying, Essentially, being a girl's girl is a woman or a young woman or a girl that's able to foster relationships with other women and keep them healthy, beneficial relationships and to look at women and not see them as competition and to applaud other women. Okay, not under all circumstances, because some things aren't, you know, (laughs) worthy of everyone's applaud. Um, But y'all know what I mean. So. Let's get into it. I started off by telling y'all that I was a little bit of a tomboy growing up. Um, And that's kind of opposite of like girly, girly. I had a sister that was girly, girly. My mom, standard woman, you know, wore makeup, wore dresses, all this other stuff. And I just, I hated getting my nails done. Oh my gosh, I remember in elementary school, I had a friend and her birthday party was at a nail salon and I dreaded it. Like she was my friend, but I really did not want to get my nails done. Okay, but back to what I was saying. (laughs) I just was never much of a girly girl growing up until about high school, I started experimenting. Um, And yeah, but I had role models that were girly, girly, quote unquote. And I kind of preface that to say that I didn't have a lot of like girlfriends growing up. And fun fact, um, my mom, when I was in elementary school, on the first day of school, I was kind of shy growing up. I realize now that I'm much more of an extrovert than I thought, but I was really shy growing up. So my mom would make my friends for me. You know how in elementary school, on the first day of school, your parents line you up in front of the teacher's classroom And, you know, you kind of get a little bit of time to meet the other students before you, you know, start your real first day of school. Yeah, my mom would jump to the gun on that opportunity and hurry up to help make me friends. Um, And I don't know if she did it because she knew that I had a hard time with it or if it was just kind of like a natural instinct for her. Um, And I met some of my friends at the time like that, like truly actually created friendships that way and I appreciate my mom so much for that thank you mom if you're listening um (laughs) but yeah so I kind of wanted to add that little bit of background in because you know I have experience with not being a girl's girl and the last like year and a half I've grown tremendously Um, I actually prayed multiple times for God to kind of help me befriend other women, but not just women that would 
um, just be around to be around. I wanted friendships that were anchored in my um, beliefs, who were people that were stronger than me. And growing up, I kind of always had guy friends, a lot of um, friends that were boys. Um, I didn't like calling myself one of the guys, but y'all know how that goes. <laughs> um, I was one of the girls that used to say, you know what, girls are just like less drama, but it was honestly harmless at the time because I was fairly young. Um, but as I started my feminine journey, when I, once I got to university, um, I saw a major shift. I really didn't want to be friends with guys as much or really at all. And it's not that it didn't serve any purpose, but it's, I just felt it didn't serve any of my purposes. Um, while I believe that you can be good friends with the opposite gender, um, I just, me personally, I don't see a point, you know? I just, <laughs> that's me. Um, and I wanna start off by saying that going into your feminine journey and your soft girl era, as we call it, you'll realize that being around other women is such a beautiful experience that we should never take for granted. While I love the male species, um, I love women. Women are amazing people. We are the backbone of a lot of things. And I would much rather go talk to a girl about <laughs> something than a guy, except for the man that I talk to. But y'all know what I mean. And I want to say that that mindset of girls being less drama, honestly, is corrupt. It's a fallacy because it really boils down to the type of people not the gender, it boils down to the type of people that you surround yourself with. There's a scripture, um, and I will not make my podcast strictly for Christians, but I will be rooting some of my topics in scripture. There's a scripture that says, bad company corrupts good character. And I absolutely love that verse. I love it because it was a, it was a, not a page turner, a a pivotal moment for me reading that verse for the first time because I realized that the saying birds of a feather fox, y'all know what I'm talking about, birds of a feather fox together. Yes, that is true, okay? If you surround yourself with a bunch of rich women, I bet you're going to start that business. If you surround yourself with a bunch of ladies who are always in the gym, like working their butts off, I bet you're going to get in the gym too. And vice versa for the negative stuff. If you're friends with a bunch of girls that gossip, I bet you're going to gossip. If you're friends with a bunch of girls that um, go to the club all the time, party, which isn't always a bad thing, um, I bet you're in that environment just as much as they are. And while it's possible to have balance and for your friends not to influence you, uh, the main reason that we make friendships is because we're bonded. Bonding comes from similar traits. So I think that there's power in having friends that are where you believe you want to be. If I have a goal of becoming a doctor one day, which I do, or at least something healthcare related, 
why would I not get closer and build rapport with the people who are where I want to be? Why would I not, you know, be at the job that I'm at right now as a medical scribe so I could get to where I want to be? Why would I not, you know, get mentors and stuff? The same goes for friendships because there's scientific proof saying that the top five people that you're around are the people that influence you the most and it's not always people if you're not around if you're not around more than three people it's the music you listen to it's the animals that you're with it's the shows that you watch it's the environment that you're in so many things affect your influence so my message to you my challenge to you is to really look at your close friend group Are these people that you're proud of to say that they're your friends? Are these people that you would switch places with, trade places with? Are these people who are inspired by you? Are you inspired by them? Are you influencing them to do better? Are you influencing them to do worse? Because sometimes we're not the victim. (laughs) And, you know, I want to say that there's boundaries that need to be in place. Being a girl's girl is again the ability to foster relationships with other women if you find yourself having the inability to create friendships and maintain friendships with other women that should be a sign to look in the mirror okay it was for me for a long time i wondered what was wrong with me and while it's not what's wrong with you it's like most of the time what have you not healed yet um I kind of had to do some reflection. I was like, why am I really not able to keep friendships with girls? Like, it was never we fall out or anything drastic like that. It was just, I just couldn't make friends and I really did not understand why. And I actually looked it up on like all my social media platforms, Google, WikiHow, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. And I was like, how do I make girlfriends? And the advice that I got that really stuck and made a difference was to realize that if you can't foster these relationships, that means you have to do some healing. On top of the fact, you need to go to places, be around women who are where you want to be or where you at and have the same goals as you. And you need to be confident in yourself, but also have the humility to be influenced when it's time to. Okay, when I surround myself with girls that are like in my college classes who are so studious and just type A people, they inspire me to want to work harder. But that's just something that comes with time. And you have to know who to surround yourself with. Know your goals. I challenge you, especially in the new year, to write down your goals for the year. What do you want for yourself? And while I'm not saying go ahead and just cut everybody off that doesn't fit your picture perfect life, um, because you do need balance. You do need balance. And I do believe that lifelong friendships shouldn't just be cut off because they're not where you're at or they don't have the same goals as you. You still have the ability to foster good relationships with people who aren't where you want to be. And I, I believe I got this advice from my mom. If not, it was someone on social media. But you have different friends for different things when you grow up. 
in school, you're kind of forced to make friendships. My stepdad used to say this, you're stuck in school for eight hours, K through 12. You kind of just have to pick out of the people that are already there. Don't get me wrong, you can have friends from other, you know, demographics and other populations and communities. But as a kid, um, especially before you get social media, it's kind of hard to have friends from that don't go to your school, who don't do anything that you do. Um, and most of the time, if they don't go to your school, they do an extracurricular activity with you or they're your neighbor or your cousin or something. And it's honestly so true. So that's why I think that's why I think that once I came to university, I it was harder. It was so much harder to make friends because I wasn't trapped with the same uh, 100 people. I had a really small graduating class in my high school. Um, <laughs> I didn't have the same 100 people I was surrounded by all the time. And those those were the girls that I had to choose from. Now I had all types of different people from different walks of life. And it's fascinating. College is honestly so fascinating to see how different people are and, you know, the backgrounds we all have, because everybody has a different type of story when you come to college and when you go out into the real world. Um, it's so much different than school. So you have to make sure that you choose the right circle, okay? So again, write out your goals for this year and make it a plan to make friendships and foster at least a bond with women who are where you wanna be or are where you are at and have the same goals as you, like I said before. And again, there are friends for different things. You may have friends who you go to church with. Like me, I have a group of ladies that I go to church with and I send all my scriptures and I can call on them when I need, feel like I need prayer. And there's a friend that I have that will help me get out the house. When I am not feeling so confident about myself, she'll remind me that like I can go out and have fun, okay? There's girls that I call when I'm having, you know, kind of like a a period, an episode of not laziness, but like procrastination, people that I know will inspire me. Um, even my mom, now that I'm older than 18, I'm kind of moved out for the most part. You know, I consider my mom a little bit of a friend more than a parent now. Um, and I love that. I can call her uh, whenever I'm stressed. That is the woman that I call on. Besides, you know, Jesus, he has my back, but my mom is the person that I'm going to call when I'm frustrated. And yeah, and I think it honestly takes a level of discernment to realize that, again, if you're not fostering these relationships with other women, that means you need to do some healing or you need to step away from the type of crowd that you're in right now and reprogram. And I believe that the same goes for the men. The men who are listening to this podcast, I applaud you, okay? It takes a lot to sit here and hear me talk about women all the time. But <laughs> the same goes for you. You have to be with people who inspire you or you know for a fact that you're inspiring. Because when you're hanging around people that are the opposite, it's a fight of influence. You have to be confident in yourself enough to want better for the other person. Um, so, yeah. I think that honestly being a girl's girl is deeper than just going to brunch and getting your nails done together and 
having birthday parties and uh, all this other stuff, going on Miami trips. It's deeper than that. A girl's girl is the healed feminine that has the ability to not look at another woman and see competition. Um, That took some time for me also. Being that I had guy friends mostly growing up and being an athlete, it was hard for me when I would see other women, like other girls, just not having it easier, but I just felt out of place. Like I had to try harder. And it didn't feel natural to kind of be a tomboy. Like I felt deep down that I wanted to be girly, but I was just embarrassed. And I was, you know, as I got older, I realized that I really just need to to do it, you know? So I challenge you this next year to kind of, again, take a look at your goals, build friendships based off of what you're doing and what you're um, aiming for and foster them. Don't be so quick to cut people off. Don't be so quick to make impulsive decisions and to just hang around who, with whoever's around and, you know, hang with the wrong crowd. You're better than that. You're beyond better than that. And again, bad company corrupts, corrupts good character. So really pay attention to who are the people that you hang around with the most. And, you know, question, do they really feed into my spirit, my soul? Do they make me want to be a better person? Same goes for romantic relationships as well. If that person's not feeding your soul and making you want to be the best version of yourself and inspiring you, motivating you, that may not be the right place for you. Um, And, yeah, and I actually want to touch on that really quick, that not seeing women as a competition is crucial. Other women are not your competition. Your real competition is yourself, Um, your procrastination, your ego, your laziness, your impulsiveness. All of those are things that you're fighting against yourself. Everyone in life is not thrown the same circumstances, but everyone in life has free will and we are all trying our best. So don't ever compare yourself to another woman. Comparison will just do nothing but rob you of joy. Focus on yourself. Heal yourself. Realize what you're going for and don't hold yourself back. Again, you're your hardest competitor. You're your biggest critic. So I wish y'all the best in this new year. Thank you so much for tapping into the podcast, girl. Look at you. Um, I really want y'all to thrive this year and grow with me. Um, And for those of you who are tapping in as soon as I upload this, thank you for sticking around when we had a delay, okay? The the whole site wasn't really letting me do what I had to do, um, but I got it out. And I want to end with a prayer really quick. So um, unless you're driving, or at work, bow your head, close your eyes. All right, dear Father God, I thank you so much for allowing me to share this message. And I ask you to be with me as I pray over the listeners, Father God, be with them. You know exactly what they need in your presence right now, Father God. I ask you to touch them, 
to heal the parts that aren't healed, to dig up the parts that they've put so deep down and don't even realize are holding them back, Father God. Revive them from the relationships and the bonds that are toxic, Father God, for the ones that are prohibiting their their potential. Father God, show them, show them, give them the wisdom and the discernment to follow your perfect plan and remind them to not get tired of the work. A soft life, a feminine life, and a godly life comes with hard work and discipline. You have to surround yourself with people who are going to help you or you're helping Father God, show them this message. Be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, again, thank you guys so much. Um, my Instagram, girl.lookatyou, is always open. The DMs are always open. I post a lot of cool content on there um, as much as possible. And I'm just... I'm so glad. Thank you so much for tapping in, y'all. Have a blessed day, morning, evening, night, afternoon, year. Okay? Love y'all. Bye. You gotta stay ready. There's no place quite like you. There's no better time than now. That's why I stay ready.